All right, we got to talk about Tommy DeVito's agent. I've seen just the photo. Is that all like... That's basically what we're working off sure. here. Um, yeah. Tommy DeVito is now the quarterback of the Giants. Um, I think he's their fourth string quarterback at this point, now starting. He's won four straight games. He's very Italian. He sure. leans into being Italian. Like, his interviews are like, I'm just looking forward to going home and meet, eating mom's chicken cutlets. <laughs> like, that's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> um. And then he shows up to his last game with this agent who also looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> uh, and his name is Sean Stellato. And I watched an interview with him before this. And for the listener, Sean Stellato showed up to this game in a black suit and a fedora. And he is, yeah, he is that guy. He's from Boston. He's Boston Italian. He sounds like Sean everybody is or in Tommy the, is? Sean is. Okay. Wow, he sounds like he's from The Departed. Um, he's... He was very into fashion, so it makes <laughs> sense that he'd rock a fedora, I guess. Um, he talked about how he owned 30 tailored suits, and if he loses his six-pack, all of those suits have to be thrown away. <laughs> he's so <laughs> jacked. He's so, yeah, they fit yeah, so tightly. Yeah, he's so thin that if he were to gain any weight, he would have to get rid of his 30 suits. An odd thought that I had when I saw this picture is it like they're both on the sideline, right? Mm -hmm. Do agents of players just are they just on the sideline during games? I think it was pre-game, and I think like yeah, you're allowed yeah. to invite invite people down to the field for like pre-game. But he's also during the game, uh, what, during the game when they won, uh, Devito's dad kissed uh, <laughs> his agent on the cheek, <laughs> and then the agent kissed his dad on the cheek, and then they both did the hand Italian hand gesture That's... for to nothing. <laughs> It was it was like a bad script. But these guys are camera ready. Like all this shit is like explosively good. That is how I would describe Tommy DeVito's whole camp is camera ready yes, to yes, just yes. play the Italian family in any movie. It's also so nice. It'd be so funny if like this whole thing was happening at like the 49ers. <laughs> you know what I mean? The fact that it's in New York yeah. is like Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's almost too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I, do you think it's fake? What what aspect of this it? This guy's entire personality. <laughs> I it's, don't. I think it's sincere. I think it's probably sincere too, but it could be fake. It, it's one of those things that's just like, because we're a few games in now, and mm -hmm. that there was so much play of um, Tommy DeVito. Like, he still lives with his mom. He's like, it's great. I don't have to cook. Like, yeah, there was yeah. so much of that stuff that I do wonder if the agent is like, you could see, you could see a world in which the agents are now like, this is an angle. Like, totally. we're gonna get our boy a big sponsorship with a Parmesan cheese <laughs> company. He's gonna be fucking Barilla Pasta guy. And I'm gonna be there dressing up. I'd be shocked if those aren't already coming in. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta jump if you're an Italian yeah. brand right now. <laughs> I did watch an interview that Peter Schrager did with his, uh, with the agent, and the agent was saying. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's a social media world, and we got to take advantage of that right now. Because there's no other photos of him wearing a fedora on the planet. <laughs> exactly. But then when he goes to the sideline, he's yeah. wearing a fedora. And I would say the part of him that is fake is the fedora. Yeah. But I don't know if much else is. Sure. Yeah. But I'm, I And know. I personally don't mind that. I think it's fun. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I would, yeah. as a commander fan, I would die for something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the team, like... Uh, to have something like fuck it, lean into it. It is funny though. What can you name another agent that you've seen do an interview? Drew Rosenhaus. Who's that? 
he's he was like To's agent when he was always getting in trouble, and okay. I felt like he was kind of out there. Yeah, but that's about it. And it's this is rare. A, yeah, this is a low level agent who is who showed a bit of his insecurities in the interview because he kept trying to talk about like how many players he had on which teams. Yeah, and like every time somebody mentioned a team or games, like I got a guy on that team. <laughs> Joe Bruno, and it's no—it's nobody you've ever fucking heard of. You know, Joe Bruno. <laughs> no, it's all Italian fake names. Uh, but yeah, he clearly is an NFL agent, but not for anybody of status. Yeah, right. And this is probably his biggest client ever. Which does rock, because you will ultimately see this man fumble the bag. Like, he's not going to come out of this like a fucking rock star. Yeah, they did ask him, like, your phone's got to be ringing off the hook, right? And he's like, it's a totally fucking different game. It's... They don't care about this at all. <laughs> he's like, he's like still upset that nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, he played with his cards face up, which I'll give him credit for. I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. Do they th- is Tommy DeVito going to be the long term guy, or are they just waiting? I think like if he keeps winning, they're going to yeah. give him a shot next year, right? They're going to have to draft a quarterback anyway. Yeah. Um. So he'll get a chance, but I think we're at the peak of this right now. Sure. What happened to Danny Dimes? Did he just suck? Or did he get injured? He got injured on the, and that came at the tail end of sucking. Yeah. That yeah. was like his knee or something. He like planted and like fell, right? Yeah, it was probably that's usually like an ACL thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It would be so funny if he comes back and he like tries to be the most even more Italian. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey, hey I'm it's back, me, Danny Dimes." <laughs> 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 Just shows up just like Mario to the yeah. first mini camp. Like does not know how to do it at all. <laughs> I live with my mom too. <laughs> well, so this was the thing. Steve Kerr, I guess, recently in went was at a Phoenix Suns game and they were playing a lot of music, which I have noticed that some NBA games, like they really do. You can hear it on TV. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff constantly playing. But he made some comment that the you can't hear anything when you're at the Phoenix Suns arena that's like so loud and that it's like some like South Beach club or something. And so the DJ of the Suns took that audio clip and like remixed it into a thing. And then I guess before a recent game was just like in the middle of the center of the court, just playing that song like super loud. And so now the next time Steve Kerr showed up, he had like headphones on. That but rocks. A very really? funny just like I don't know, a way to take this thing and then convert it to another just like viral memeable moment <laughs> for the team. Uh, yeah, it is very fun when somebody takes the criticism of them and then makes it part of their act. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a catchy tune. I don't know if you guys listened to the thing. I did see the clip. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty good. I didn't good. listen to it, but it was good. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Damn. Was it with a popular song? It didn't seem like it. It seemed like it was just like kind of a dance techno beat. Gotta mm. be bummed if you're Steve Kerr though, because you know every time you play there, that's getting played. Like, yeah. if oh. you're frustrated, you are just gonna be oh only much. more frustrated now, man. Yeah, he's Streisand himself. He yes, just totally. He's screwed now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was funny too. Did you guys see that Draymond like punched? Uh, yes. <laughs> like, was it Nurkic? Like in yes. the fucking head? <laughs> it was crazy. Like an inflatable tube man. He yeah. Looked like <laughs> just a true like. <laughs> limb flinging some of those uh, really are so where it's just like it's so clear that he just wanted to like hit him because yeah. he's, he's just like standing there and twists all of a sudden his hand just smacks the guy in the head so yeah. crazy yeah it, 
Draymond gets away with that, and he gets suspended or whatever. But like in other leagues, I think they'd be like, just no more of this guy. He's right. not yeah. allowed at the club anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he keeps getting away with it. I say good for him. Yeah. That was like, I mean, obviously, old NBA, much bigger thing, right? I feel like there are certain NBA players who are talked about. I'm thinking of like the dude on the Pistons um, that were just purely like... Bill Lambeer, yeah, that guy. Bill Lambeer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah, he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's going to physically <laughs> fight you. <laughs> Do you, I wonder how much of that is real or old guys talking yeah, about old guy stuff? That's like, true. It could be real. I mean, the NBA was way more physical. But old guys love talking about how tough other old guys Very are. Very true. I feel like then, too, the way the game was played, like not everyone had to be that good at yeah. basketball necessarily. <laughs> yeah. It's like he probably stood in the middle and rebounded, but it's like you kind of be like, yeah, this is the guy who's just going to like fight people and everybody else can like play basketball and he right. can sort of be in the middle doing his shit. Yeah. If you were seven foot in the 80s, you were just in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That's, isn't there a stat like all like... 12% of all people in the world over seven feet tall are in the NBA. Is that true? That's yeah, crazy. That there was something that like, there's some stereotype. I remember reading about that. Like a lot of big guys don't really like basketball that much, mm-hmm. but they're just big guys. So it's like, you, you know, you try kind of hard and you do the right stuff. You can right. make a lot of money, but they're just like, they don't really enjoy it that it's much. It's gotta be tough. It's like, <laughs> I'm sure they have passions, and it's like, right. brother, you're seven too. I know. It's <laughs> Go like, grab some boards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen an offensive lineman like give up on a play? It happens every game. <laughs> there are guys that have a miserable job. There's like no glory. You can't yeah. have fun being an offensive lineman. Right. And those guys like play still going, and they're just looking around like, fuck it. <laughs> uh, Commander's legend, Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. You guys ever yeah. seen that play where he just lays down? <laughs> it's so funny. I think they're playing the Eagles, and Hainsworth. <laughs> Falls to the ground at the beginning of the play and just stays face down in the ground <laughs> like he's dead. Face and Michael down. and the clip wouldn't have went, went viral if Mike Vick wasn't running back and forth past him looking <laughs> to find an open receiver. It's so funny. Oh, that rocks. Do you think that's why they use like the war analogy with football so much to like have some sort of like purpose towards it? Where it's like you're going to battle, like you're going to war. Because otherwise, it's like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing yeah. out here? Yeah. <laughs> Getting like annihilated. My brain is sustaining huge damage. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like the first year I played football, I played on the offensive line. And my coach was like, down here we get to do anything. We get to shit and fist, piss and fart and do whatever the fuck we want. And I was like, I don't want to be part of that. I'm not, I don't identify with that at all. I'm not excited about piss being able and to fart? piss and fart. We get to shit down here. Yeah, we get to shit down here. <laughs> That goes into that thing that we're talking about. Like, some memories just stick with you for no fucking reason. So but I funny. think about that one all the time. I, one I have from, like, childhood sports is, you know, when you're, like, really young playing, like, soccer and stuff, everybody kind of plays everything, and they just move you around and shit like that. The coach, like, coming over and be like, do you want to play goalie? And you're like, no. <laughs> My parents being like, you should say yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. No. No. I'm good. Totally Especially, like, yeah, I don't know what age you're playing, but, like, a lot of soccer at that age to me was like, if you're a goalie, you are standing. Yeah. There's oh, a lot yeah. of running after a ball. There's not a lot of shots on goal in second no. grade. <laughs> no. That has like one position that I never had any interest in. I feel like it takes a certain type of person to yeah. be like, I want to be a goalie. Yeah. It's I more was a goalie for a couple of years. Really? Yeah. In what, what sport? For soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was, 
I didn't really like soccer that much, so it was nice to kind of just hang out. Yeah. And you would just sit there the whole time watching a game. I think it's the most appealing goalie to me. Like, lacrosse and hockey seem fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do not want to just be taken. I guess in hockey, you got a ton of pads. <laughs> but lacrosse, you're just getting a fucking ball whipped at you. Lacrosse does seem violent. Yeah. And I and I show oh, the yeah. sport no respect. But, like, it does seem like it's awful to take a ball as a goalie in yeah, lacrosse. Something about it. I'm like, yeah, that ball is like a fucking rock, yeah, too. It's like, it's like yeah. what they put hard. in those guns to put crowds back. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like, oh my god. <laughs> and they do, yeah, it does seem horrible. They're just whipping that thing at you. I feel like the cross being goalie would just be a constantly thing of like putting your leg in front of yes. you. Trying to like just block the ball. Constantly worried about your dick. Just yeah. always your nuts crossing are the legs. Yeah. From getting hit they should like the hockey shin pads are humongous. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. throw them throw them to the lacrosse players too. Why yeah. not? Have you ever seen the like the pro lacrosse league goalies? I don't think so. They have pads that have no limit, and they're (laughs) as big as the net. It's the funniest looking thing in the world. That (laughs) is the thing. I feel like there used to be a thing where it's like, why don't you just get a huge guy and put him in the goal for a hockey goalie? Yeah. And I do wonder. I mean, I guess maybe they do, and you need to be like somewhat agile, but part of me is like, if you get a seven foot, like 500 pound Right, bitch in the goal, <laughs> and he is a bitch. He's a bitch. <laughs> no yeah. pucks are getting through that thing. Like if you put Brendan Fraser from the whale, yes, in goal, there's yes. literally no spots with those for the, pads. With yeah, the pads, come on. You can just sit there. You can just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> But then the daughter comes and visits. I was gonna say, what is, yeah, what is he doing in that movie? Yeah, he's just, he's just yeah, he's like tube. watching. Yeah, <laughs> he just is the breathing too. This game is amazing. <laughs> he's a ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> That's how he talks the whole time. He's just like, she's amazing. Yes, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's so far away. Yeah, uh, we should talk about our boy. This Our is boy it. now. And we called it. The correct prediction. We yeah. knew it. We knew it to be true. It's just freaking Toronto. They were really, there was like all these like people dropping like Twitter things like he's on the plane to Toronto <laughs> right now. Like he's going there. And of course he was not on the plane to <laughs> Toronto. So he signed 10 years, $700 million. Also, we should say his name. Yes. We should oh, say yes. his name. We're talking about Otani here. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. 10 years, $700 million. Uh, he's 29, which is older than I. Would I didn't think he was that old. I also yeah. was. Yeah. But I know that he was in like the Japanese league for a while until he came over. Uh, but what's crazy about it is that for the next like 11, 9 to 11 years or something, he gets paid $2 million a year. And then after that, for the next like eight years, it's $68 million a year. So like all of his money is deferred until after his contract expires. Which is, I think, just so the Dodgers can like continue to sign more and more people. Yeah, but that's that's a big risk later down the road. Yeah, you're just banking on twenty thirty two never coming. Right, like you got sixty three million dollars on your payroll. Yeah, for long after this guy's retired. Yeah, it's crazy. Good luck. And is it like? Does he have to play all 10 years? Like, if he gets injured in these 10 years, he's still guaranteed the money, right? Yeah, baseball is all guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, he could just mallet in, start swinging with one arm. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the thing? Like, is this, like, a new way of doing contracts? Like, are other... Has this happened before? Yeah, because there's a famous one in baseball, the Bobby Bonilla Day, Mm -hmm. who are Bobby Bonilla... I think it was a Mets contract. Yes. That he's, He's been retired for probably over a decade at this point. 
but he's going to continue. He gets a million dollars on this one day every year and will continue to <laughs> for like at least 12 cool. or something more years. Yeah. And it was like you get $5 million now, and I think it's like 20 years now. Yeah. Or like a million dollars every year forever. <laughs> and he took forever, and it was a good move. That rocks. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, he made the right move. And like, yeah, do people push salary caps back? Like, I think the Saints are the most famous team where like people are wondering for the first time ever, how are the Saints going to be able to field a football team next year? Oh, because they pushed the cap back from the Drew Brees years. They were just pushing the cap back and they have to keep doing it over and over. Yeah. And they're never going to get out of it. Like they're going to have to restructure contracts into 2030 or whatever. Whoa. And they've just made a nightmare situation for themselves. Or like student debt forgiveness. They're like, the Saints, <laughs> we forgive your cap uh, debt. <laughs> Feel free to draft whoever you want. Because that's the thing with baseball. There is no salary cap. There's like some sort of like luxury tax thing, but mm -hmm. it's like they can continue to... Yeah. Which means people. technically, and I might be wrong, that it, it is the owner's money, right? Like yeah. your salary cap is based on like your owner's wealth. Like, yeah. That's how a team is made. Yes. Damn. How so like this guy's banking on having 63 million to give out every year. But like, what if he goes bankrupt? But I think the Dodge, I think especially because the Dodgers, they make so much mm -hmm. that it's like everything at the stadium costs so much. It's like every game is sold out. Like the TV rights, like it's a huge fan base, like all the shit. So I guess they're just banking on that. They're going to continue to. But baseball has money. profit sharing, right? Or do they not? Because, like, in the NFL, like, when you sell tickets, regardless, all that profit gets split among every team no matter what. Yeah. But I could see baseball not having that. Yeah. Because baseball is kind of just yeah. old school, like, tycoon behavior. Yeah. yeah. It's wild Fuck then it. if you're a small market team that you're just kind of rooting for a richer guy to buy the team. <laughs> yeah. Right? Totally, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like you need a really rich guy who was born in, you know, St. Louis to, even though right, that's like yeah. not, it's kind of a bad example, but yeah, to like come back and be like, I'm going to buy the team and spend money that I wish my childhood team could have had. Right. Yeah. None of these owners um, are from the city where they own a team. Yeah. It's not like a grassroots thing in any sure. way. Yeah. They're from wherever and it's all like conglomerate you know it's like a yeah it's no longer a people. guy yeah because yeah. like commanders is now josh magic. harris guy but yeah. yeah but like magic's a part of it and like all these fucking right you know it's like a billion people yeah. bezos doesn't have one right he was thinking about commanders or there's oh yeah that, but he just that. doesn't yeah. have any yeah he's got to get one we gotta get him come one. on yeah, live a little buy get a team, team dude who would be bezos's team mm. like who would fit him the best I mean, the best would be is if they did um, uh, brought a Seattle team back to the NBA, NBA Seattle. Oh, team. that is true. Oh, yeah. Supersonics back in the mix. Yeah. That would be good for him. The Primes. Call them the Primes. <laughs> the Primes. <laughs> the Seattle Primes. <laughs> it's coming. It's you know it's so coming. Man. But quick. Uh, I mean, yeah, there is like the, you know, there's the ads on the jerseys now. It's only a matter of time before they're just like, fuck it. We're the FedEx. Los Angeles FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in basketball, they say it's coming. Like, the sponsorships on the jerseys. Well, they have the little ones. Yeah, but we're, we're going to get Because in the WNBA, it's the big ones. Yeah. 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 It took me a long time when I first started seeing European soccer teams to, like, understand what was happening. Yeah. 
like AIG on like a jersey and then like the badge is just this tiny little logo. Yeah, it's like a loss of innocence. Like it really fucks you up when you're like, oh, it's just a brand. Yeah, and then like the jerseys you would buy, like fans buy the jerseys that look like that. Yeah, so that's like, surprising. It's to not me. like you have one without the thing. Like it says like fucking Emirates Airlines right. or whatever on oh, the thing. Yeah. It's crazy. It feels crazy. It's like buying a NASCAR jacket. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it just <laughs> says M&M's on it. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, NASCAR is the most insane. It's <laughs> like, so it's crazy. so insane. It's just like a fucking like kid's locker with stickers <laughs> on it. Like, if you can fit your sticker on it, it's, we'll fucking put it on there. Uh, oh, yeah, we got to talk about this Kadarius Tony offsides. Did you yeah, pretty this? big, huh? Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. And I feel like it was just like a story that didn't go away because it had so many layers to it. Yeah. I mean, the... Dan Orlovsky, who's like a ESPN guy now, famously the guy who ran out of the end zone for a safety and thought the play was still going on, just dropped back <laughs> and ran out of the end zone. And the whole defense is celebrating. He's still looking for receivers. <laughs> uh, but now he comments on football. And he, um, he watched the tape and was like, Kadarius Tony was offsides five times in this game. Oh, man. And, they like, and he never checked with a ref once. They decided to call it now, which sucks, because it was... One of the coolest football plays ever. It rocked, yeah. yeah. It That's was such so a cool. shame about it. Yeah, and I say it as a beneficiary, and I'm still like, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Now, I will admit, I watched the clip. I did not see this game. Was this, was the vibe, this is was how it was drawn up, or was this Kelsey being like, fuck it? He just said, fuck it. Wow. It okay. was like last play or yeah, last it was like minute and a half. 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like not a lot of time left. God damn. And uh, yeah. And then I think like what grabbed the most attention was Patrick Mahomes freaking the fuck yeah. out yeah. in a way we've never seen him lose his mind before. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so funny. And I like, I wonder like what the, what do you think is going to happen by like screaming at somebody <laughs> at that point? Cause I think I have like a very logical mind of being like, there's nothing I can do. So I don't care to yell at anybody about it. But wasn't it the week before that like bomb pass that was just dropped? Yeah. I do feel like I do understand the idea of just being like, <laughs> I was patient last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't do this two fucking weeks in a row. Right. But he was screaming at refs, not he uh was, Yeah, he was screaming at refs and then they caught him on mic uh at the end of the game when everybody's shaking hands. Obviously the cameras are on him and Josh Allen. And it's just like good game. Hopefully see you in the playoffs. It's just like it's the easiest thing in the world for a quarterback to do. And they know people are listening. And he goes up to Allen and goes, that was a bullshit penalty, man. We got fucking screwed. And Allen's just like, okay. <laughs> and that's how the conversation ends. Right. He looks like shocked. Like, oh, we're not even going to say a nice thing to each other. You're still in this. So to your point, he probably was raging and Tilted, like, fully tilted. Yeah, tilted. Just could not see himself in that moment at all. Because they've also lost like four in a row or something now. Yeah, I, I think it's just... Have they lost three in a row? I don't know. Is that what it is? Yeah. But it seems like they're like sliding. Yeah. Yeah, they're falling apart. But it is crazy because he so clearly is offside. Very much so. Yeah. And he's like, you can't make that call in the game. It's like the ref didn't know that Kelsey was going to pull off the most amazing course, play ever. It's course. crazy to even talk about it that way because he called it before right. it happened. Yeah. To put myself in Mahomes' shoes, though, like, because no way he sees the offsides when you know what I mean it's happening and the emotional like fucking hit you must have watching that play unfold 
and then it being offsides, like that would devastate me. Yeah. The most inconsequential penalty in the world, too. For yes. a receiver to be a foot offsides does not affect that play in any way. Right. No. Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and like you mentioned, the checking with the ref thing is like if you think you are and check before the play, they'll tell you to scoot back. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah they, there was a commander's game last freaking year, I think, where Terry McLaurin did that. And the ref's like, you're good. I remember And then that. he catches a fucking touchdown <laughs> and then they call a penalty. And like the ga- that was like the difference in the game. It was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that. It was so insane. Yeah. Refs are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're like the freaking chain gang from <laughs> last week's thing. <laughs> They're fancy chain gang. That's all they are. Yeah. It's not their full-time job, <laughs> yeah. which I think is so crazy. <laughs> that being an NFL ref is not a full-time job. Is that right? Yeah. No. Most of them are lawyers, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yes, you are. I am dead serious. There's no way. They Most, make good money. They do They not. make good. Yes, they do. They, ha- they work at firms. <laughs> During the week, no, they they don't. go to Zoom meetings while they're in their law <laughs> you office. You are such a they have to lie. book space. Bull crap. <laughs> but yeah, I'd be so freaking pissed at Kadarius Tony if I was Mahomes. Cause you gotta, you know, it's the little things. Same thing, you know. <laughs> you don't uh, leave your burner on at your house while you yeah. go out. So true. That's essentially being off sides at home. Is it? Do you think this would be worse if it was? Uh, I think I already know the answer. If it was a receiver who did not also catch the touchdown, <laughs> just like someone in the Somebody slot. Who wasn't even in the play. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think the fact that it is Kadarius Tony makes it so much worse because he is the biggest fuck up in the NFL. Is that right? Yeah. Like a first round pick, one of like the fastest, most talented guys but cannot get it together. Mm. Just like drops passes that he's I remember that, he that from like the dropped. beginning of this season or yeah, something. Yeah, it was the beginning of this season against yeah. Detroit. He just yes. one hit him in the hands to <laughs> yeah. win the game, and he was just like, oops. Uh, he's, he's a disaster of a player Sad. with so much potential. So I think it being him does make it worse. Yeah. And maybe in Mahomes' mind, he's like, yeah, that's what, that's what Tony does. He always fucks up. Yeah. The refs shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't penal- penalize us for that. <laughs> That's how he plays. It's called play style. It's, it's his game. It's tough, too, because you, like, I still remember the name Blair Walsh, the kicker who missed the fucking kick that would have sent the Vikings, mm-hmm. and then Cody Parkey, who would have sent the Bears. Like, these names that are just like, these are in my brain as you <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just, like, crazy. Yeah, there's like guys who have to live with that for the rest of their lives. And sometimes it gets so bad, you have to take that on as your personality. Like the Bills kicker, Scott Norwood, who missed the Mm. field goal to win the Super Bowl with two seconds on the clock. That's who he is now. He's written books about it. He goes to seminars and speaks about how it's okay to blow the biggest opportunity of your life. Right, right, right. Like it gets so bad at some point that it's it is your identity and you have no choice that's so interesting yeah not good but you know what too taylor swift was in the house for this game i did like that i was a big fan i think this is the first game she saw him lose (laughs) pretty happy about that (laughs) (laughs) he's now going to be dating um the center from buffalo (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of, great. I'm, re- I'm coming back to one of my personal favorite topics of <laughs> the pods, the Manning cast. Always top of mind. <laughs> Before we get into the specific topic, 
I turned on a basketball game the other day. And after like three seconds, I was so fucking annoyed with the announcer. It's just like the the rhythmic patter of a typical announcer on like a sports game. It's just so like tiring to me. Mm. It's just so it just is like it feels like it's just filling space. They were yeah. just like Anthony Davis, you know, he doesn't score a lot. He's defensive minded, but he says it really <laughs> gets him excited when he's blocking shots. It really engages, and, and there's like. That's true. He reminds me of Scotty Pippen. Just like bullshit. Just like <laughs> yes. going on and on. It was like, it's nothing. Like, I fucking would rather have a stream where it's just like ambient sounds <laughs> of the stadium and like the game and like the squeaking of the shoes and stuff like that. I will interject and say, listener, don't uh, put on ambient sounds now. We are different. <laughs> we the are pattern different. that we have is intellectual. <laughs> it's yeah. very smart. smart. Much yeah. different. Incisive. Much different. Yes. <laughs> But so so I love the Manning thing. I will say though that usually the guests are very annoying, which we have yeah. touched on, mm. and it's so clearly like they do not know what's going on. It's like there's two different things happening. But the clip that this most recent one, which is an interesting thing, because they do talk about centers a lot, and I think we've talked about how they brought centers up. <laughs> but so they had. Do you guys know Nate Bar Bargatze? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know him, but he. Asked this, he brought that up and was like, you guys bring up centers all the time. Like, a center goes out. It's like this huge fucking deal. <laughs> like, what's the deal with this? And they were essentially like, it seemed like the takeaway was, yeah, our hands are in their ass, so we don't like to have too many different people that, like, our <laughs> hands are in their ass. Yeah. <laughs> or just, like, a comfort thing, which is so funny. And then he asked them if they could, if they were blindfolded, could they pick out their center's ass from another person by just, like, putting their hands there. And they were like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they were so serious about it. Yeah. Peyton's like, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, it was so funny because he was, like, roasting them a little. Like, yeah. his bit was like, you guys are always freaking out when there's a different center. You act like it's a guy off the street. He's on your team. <laughs> yeah. This isn't that crazy. And they, and Peyton's just like, it is. Like, they didn't <laughs> want to dig into the bit at all. It, they took it so seriously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they like, I, the only fault I give them is like, I thought Nate Bergazzi was doing a very funny bit and they were taking it so right. seriously. Yeah. I was watching and I was like, either they're like self censoring of like what they would be actually responding to, like if they were in a bar. Because mm -hmm. I felt like I was watching people not like kind of censor themselves. But maybe it's just like, because Peyton's also a very funny dude. Yeah. Is this just like the mode he is when he's watching a game? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I am not joking around right now. Yeah, there is. there was a lot of like Nate talking and Peyton watching the game and being like... <laughs> Yes, they do that so much. <laughs> just not listening at just all. Just don't bring like people so, on. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that with guests too. On. Yeah, where someone's just like talking about shit, and then something happens, and he's just like he's sitting back with like his hands on his head, he's like ah ah, and they like Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> like this is my donkey. I've had this donkey. <laughs> just like it's like right, right. That pet. Yeah, it's like you don't need to have guests on. I don't think like I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger's donkey is like you know. <laughs> Turning the dial on no. like viewership is spiked during that time. That's such a like elite like conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is my donkey. <laughs> uh, did you see? I don't know how far into this clip you guys got because he was on for twenty minutes of like actual game time, and at the end, Nate Bargatze brings his dad on to do a magic trick. Hell yeah! Well, it was funny. I did not see that, but I looked up in. I just like googled him and this in looking it up and it was like some article came out that was like 
everyone hates Nate Bargatze's magic tricks on the Manning cast. And it was just like people being like, I don't tweet at all, but I had to log on here to say that I hated this. That's funny. But was it bad or was it good? It was, so he did like a bit for the card trick. Like he's like, all right, Nate, I want you to hold this card. And then he's like, Peyton, I want you to think of a card right now. And Peyton's like, okay. He's like, what color is it? Just tell me what color it is. And Peyton goes red. And he goes, okay, Eli, what color is it? Don't say red. And Eli goes black. And he goes, all right, very good. And Peyton, what is, what is the black card that you're thinking of? And he goes, four clubs. And it's an ace of spades. And he goes, pretty close. And that was the bit. And they did not respond. <laughs> Neither Manning brother responded at all. They made it 10 times worse. Oh like, they're bad. It looked like somebody just did a bad trick because right. nobody laughed at yeah. all. And then they just, and then the camera goes from Nate and his dad back to Nate, and Nate's just quietly like, What the fuck did I just do? <laughs> what did I do? And there's silence for so long. It just, it couldn't have gone worse. <laughs> when they had two on, I think last week, there's like a bunch of fucking guitars in the background, and like, I was like, Oh, he's gonna fucking play guitar. And then he fucking pulls out a guitar and starts playing like an Eric Clapton song, and I was like, This is so <laughs> awkward. It's what? So I totally weird. missed that. And then Peyton's like, Singing to it, but like changing the words to be like football <laughs> things. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Uh, I don't want to see anybody play fucking "Tears in Heaven" or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, that sucks. Tears in Heaven during a football game is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Uh, good for two, I guess. I mean, like every athlete thinks they like anything that they can do is an opportunity for a talent show. Sure. I feel like, yeah. A lot of those guys are like, if they have a skill, we fucking know about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody's thing is sneaking through the cracks. We've also got nothing to talk about. So talking about their skills is important. I yeah. Guess. yeah. It was funny, though. The two of one was during a Jaguars game. Mm -hmm. No one fills up their helmet with their head more than Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> I've noticed. Have you seen his head so, and helmet? Yes. This is a thing. I was like, is his helmet small or is his head large or like? You know this is? I've thought about this since I was a child. <laughs> there were some guys whose head like filled out a helmet in a way that didn't make sense to me. And I don't have an answer for it. I don't know if it's the way that their face protrudes out of the helmet that makes it seem bigger. Like an optical illusion. Yeah. I used yeah. to put my helmet on and look in the mirror and be like, why isn't my face filled out as much? Because it was like a tiny Smack head. Yeah. <laughs> That's what mine did. It was just like putting what? cardboard inside. <laughs> No, yeah, that is a real thing. But Trevor Lawrence has one of those faces where yeah. it looks like he's wearing just like, just like the outside part of a helmet. Yeah, none of the padding. right. There's nothing his in between, and like his helmet. face is like right up against the grate, or like or his cage. You know, yeah. his like mask. <laughs> yeah. Next time you see him, look at it. it. I guess sense. that's not what I was picturing. You're saying face is like crammed in there like but the then also yes in the also sides it's like, like his side pads are really tiny too yes it's like why not get a bigger helmet like i don't get it yeah it yeah, does seem exactly. very weird why not a bigger helmet does it seem safe <laughs> is there a reason yeah and it's gotta be the shape of his head he's got a weird alien face already yeah, yeah. there's gotta be something Something wrong with them. And just to be clear, the fact that NBA announcers, when they're dunking on Anthony Davis for being defensive-minded, <laughs> that is very different from what we are saying about Trevor Lawrence's head yes. in his helmet. Yes. 
This is way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that about Anthony it Davis. It is insightful. Yeah, Tell exactly. me about Anthony Davis's head shape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does exactly. he have a weird finger? What have we got here? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we should talk. Uh, I, uh, this was a suggestion from our friend Amir to talk about um, the Ocho Cinco and uh, Shannon Sharp podcast, yes, which yes. we are big fans of here. Um, they talked about having Ocho talked about having a 17 person orgy with Terrell Owens at some point in their career. And Shannon was Shannon's response was. That's just too much. <laughs> That's insane. Like, what are you doing for that time? And it was Ocho 12 hours, it too, right? It lasted 12 hours. And Shannon Sharp um, was just like, I don't have that in me. I can, I can go twice. And I tell girls, <laughs> just twice. I don't have 17 hours. The way these guys talk so casually <laughs> is the best thing in the world. And Shannon Sharp is on TV. Right. Yeah. Like, this was a fireable offense 10 years ago. And now he gets to say whatever he wants. Um, that's my take on it. I have nothing. I was thinking on the way over here, it's just so funny and wild to like be on TV and just be like, fuck it, I'm going to use the other avenue where I can say <laughs> my fucking sex life was crazy in 99 and it's totally fine. Yeah, and then they get into this long rant about tattoos and how Ocho Cinco has 43, and then he says 44, and then he says 45 as the story goes on. And Shen Sharp has none. And Shannon Sharp just like shit talks tattoos the whole time. And Ocho's got to just sit there awkwardly. And he's like, put no offense. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. You gotta do <laughs> what are his points? Just that they're stupid? It, his points were like, my grandma's, I couldn't do it while my grandma was alive. And, yeah. by the, and when she died, I didn't want them anymore. So she was right the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the, the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Something about a really gigantic man really listening to his grandma that I really love. <laughs> yeah. It's very sweet. Beautiful family bond. That's why it's Shannon Sharp and not Shannon Dull. <laughs> That's that family bond. Oh, I should say we're ending the podcast. Right <laughs> now. No one say anything Nobody about that. Nobody say anything. We're Don't. just gonna we're just gonna fade out <laughs> with music. <laughs> keep repeating it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we did good. Uh, thanks for listening, guys.